0: Now, here is Dr. Paula.
1: Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, The Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of France, Turkey, and Spain and in the states of Arkansas, North Carolina, and Florida, and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 90,000 listeners, it touches me deeply that so many of you are benefiting from the show, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. One form of meditation is to sit and relax in nature or to look outside from a comfortable spot. Enjoy the beauty of the sunset, the flowers, the birds singing. Being in nature is calming and, un- and healing. Water and trees have been scientifically proven to remove negative energy. A walk among trees increases the immune system and lowers blood pressure and decreases anxiety. Playing with our pets helps us feel love and peace. In these troubling times, we need to spend more time in and with nature to heal and remind ourselves of the beauty and love in the world. This week has been particularly stressful, as is too often the case lately. Too many groups are being targeted and too many deadly actions are being taken. Fortunately, no one was hurt with all of the bomb scares. Thirteen other people were not so fortunate. The eleven people praying in the house of God and the two other people who were just living their lives were killed because they were Jewish or black. The rhetoric is increasing and the divide is getting greater and our president adds fuel to the flames rather than trying to calm tempers. It's becoming increasingly okay for someone to kill people who don't look like them. What they are missing is is the awareness that we are all one. We are all united through love and we are all connected. When one of us is hurt, we all suffer. If we don't have leaders who are trying to cool things down, we must become our own leader. We must find a way to calm ourselves to see beyond the current hatred and use people like Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Mahatma Gandhi as our role models. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, Be the change you want to see in the world. Remember the values upon which the United States of America was founded equality, liberty, and justice for all, and a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. It's time to get back to our roots and speak up for what you believe in. Vote your values in this election and every election. And regardless of the outcome of the election, continue to speak up and take compassionate, life-affirming action for the well-being of all. Be part of the solution. Choose to help heal nature and humanity. Sometimes knowing our past lives can help us heal. That's why my next workshop is Past Life Group Regression. Past lives are often the source of confusing feelings of deja vu, healthy and unhealthy relationships, special talents, gifts, and knowledge, fears and phobias, health problems, and personal challenges. We often spend years in therapy or misery blaming our childhood for our difficulties when the source is something we brought into this life from another lifetime. Knowing those past influences can create faster and deeper change. With my process, you will discover what you need to know, keep the positive, and let go of what's hurting you. I was trained by Dr. Brian Weiss and I use a gentle process in which you always feel safe and in control whether you just want to learn more about your soul's journey through different lifetimes or want to heal something in your current life. The information you're ready to know will emerge. In this workshop you'll experience your past lives with my expert guidance, learn new techniques that I have created to help you discover past lives on your own, heal your past, present and future, connect deeply with your spirit and soul, understand the reasons for your current life circumstances, release the negative influences from your past lives, gain new self-awareness, empowerment and peace. We will meet on November 17th and looking ahead, my next workshop will be the Om Om Awakening, Balancing the Divine Feminine and Divine Masculine. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present these workshops or another one in your area like overcoming abuse or creativity as self-expression. You can learn more about the importance of past lives by listening to my on-demand shows with Dr. Dave DeSano, Dina Miriam, and Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart. Go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to listen to those shows and to register for my Past Life Regression Workshop. Michael, who attended my workshop last month, wrote, I wanted to say, thank you for a great introduction to living my life in a different way. I really enjoyed my time in your class. I know my mother would have loved it as well. happiness gratitude abundance love peace and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment we change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier feel lighter and have more energy we truly know and feel the joy beauty and love in our lives my show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Carly Matamor, who will talk about her new book, Sacred Messengers of Shamanic Africa. My last two guests had some nice things to say. Lisa Smart wrote, Thank you so much for having Dr. Moody and me on your show. I love what you offer and how you offer it. I remember you so fondly from the great interview you did with me for my book, Words at the Threshold. Raymond and I both so enjoyed being with you today and look forward to posting and sharing your show. And last week's guest, Linda Graham, told me how much she enjoyed doing the show with me. She said I made it come alive by adding my own comments and asking meaningful questions. And a regular listener, Sam Stein, wrote, I enjoyed listening to last week's show. Your conversation with Linda Graham affected me personally, as I am currently facing circumstances that at most times feel out of control, out of my control, and leave me fighting negativity on a daily basis. The self-compassion tool that you shared has been most helpful. I have been practicing this tool daily, and I am trying to make it a go-to response whenever I feel alone and out of control. After listening to the show a second time, I've been able to better understand why negativity occurs so often, and it's involuntary Nature, which is helping me redirect myself to a healthier state of mind. I have also been benef- benefiting from the use of the gratitude practice, and I keep the phrases written down and easily available. Thank you for having Linda Graham on your show. I so appreciate the knowledge and helpful practices she shared, and I'm looking forward to reading her book and tuning in to her next visit on your show. Last week, Linda emphasized that resilience can be learned. And as Sam mentioned, she took us through an exercise that we can practice daily that is even successful at eliminating panic attacks. Our discussion was full of valuable information that everyone needs in today's climate of constant stress and trauma. Of particular interest is a newly identified response to danger. Recently, a freeze response was added added to flight or fight. Now a fourth response called fold has been observed. This term describes when people numb out, space out, or give up when faced with a traumatic situation. The good news is that Linda has knowledge, wisdom, and tools to help you bounce back from adversity. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For more on resilience, please listen to our shows on December 21, 2017, with Ira Israel, A Path to Authenticity and Awakening, November 30th, 2017, with Mary Shores, Your Words Can Change Your Mind, Your Choices, and Your Life, and September 28th, 2017, with Tracy Stafford, Limitless Possibility. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, read my new blog about Stefan Schwartz's show on being an agent of lasting change <clears throat> personal, societal, and global. What we intend and what we do matters. Here's an excerpt. What we intend and what we do matters more than we know. Each of us can help transform the world by simply setting an intention to make compassionate, life-affirming choices for the well-being of all and then acting on that intention by always making the best choice available for us in the moment. This is the simple conclusion To 16 years of research, we do not need to be wealthy, have an important job title, or influential friends. All we need to do is act consistently for the well-being of all. When 10% of the population chooses to do this, the world will change. To read the whole blog, please go to my website, com. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Today I want to talk about the mass killings in the synagogue in Pittsburgh. This hit close to home for me. I could have been one of the people sitting in that synagogue when the gunman decided that he had the right to kill. Because this was an attack on people who I shared DNA with, it was personal. The people killed weren't far outside the circle of my nuclear family. And these kinds of attacks always bring up members of Hitler's Germany, the Holocaust, the deaths of my family members, and millions more who didn't fit the Aryan ideal of perfection. And all of this in addition to all of the recent mass shootings which in some ways are way too similar to what happened in Hitler's Germany. When I first heard the news, I knew I didn't want to be alone. I reached out to friends, went to a memorial service, cried, prayed, communicated with my children, appreciated my friends who are not Jewish and called to share their grief and horror. And then I had this undeniable undes- need to dance Argentine tango. I had to celebrate life because the answer to hate and fear is love and and joy. After 9-11, people were afraid to go out of their homes. After the Orlando killings at the gay nightclub, I encouraged my gay friends to go out. It's one thing to tell others to put their lives at risk. It's another to put your own life at risk. I remember when it was safe to go to a synagogue or a Jewish day school and there were no guards or locked doors with buzzers to protect us. I watched as those precautions suddenly became Became necessary because it was no longer safe to gather together as Jews. Many other targeted groups are feeling the same way, but we must not cower in fear. Yes, we must take precautions, but we must continue to live openly and honor the people whose lives were lost by bringing as much love and joy into our own lives and into the world as we possibly can. So I chose to gather together with other Jews, and then I went out into the broader community and danced and laughed and celebrated life. In addition, I take other action like doing this show to bring more unity, love, empathy, kindness, positivity, healing, and goodness into people's lives and into the world. Our guest today, Carly Matamor, is a shamanic psychotherapist, a licensed um, counselor, professional counselor, with and uh, with 30 years experience as well as a therapeutic energy worker she has traveled to South Africa and Zimbabwe several times. She teaches shamanic workshops at the Ahara Spiritual Community in Springfield, Illinois, and is the author of Sacred Messengers of Shamanic Africa. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then, friend Paula Joyce, now, send you uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution then register for my past life regression workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area your question for today is how are you bringing more love into your life stay tuned we'll be right back with carly Madamore to talk about her new book sacred messengers of shamanic africa
2: what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals. Solve your most challenging problems
0: Three four six nine one four one. You may also send an email to dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now back to uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit.
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how you're bringing more love into your life. And I'm so pleased to welcome Carly Matamor to talk about um, her new book, Sacred Messengers of Shamanic Africa. Carly, welcome.
3: Thank you so much, Dr. Paula. I am so delighted to be on the show today. And I look forward to the interview and sharing with your guests.
1: Well, and I'm grateful to have you on the show today. Your message is so timely. Uh, for where we are in the world today and where we are in the week and with so um, many horrific things going on. Um, and, and your message of love is powerful and of oneness and of healing. So I'd like to start with your talking to us about opening our lion hearts and, and what this means. It,
3: we are in such a powerful time of transformation on the planet and it has, um, you know, we can feel it, we can see it, uh, you know, we can see the destruction that's happening around us which is really, um, I think, informing us uh, that, you know, the, the higher perspective for, for me in understanding all of this um, turbulent time that is coming right now is that we are in this place of uh, of a new birth. you know and with that can come incredible chaotic energies. and And with these chaotic energies, we can respond the way we traditionally have responded, which is then a paradigm through patriarchy, which is really a paradigm of trauma, that trauma itself that exists in each of us from our lineage through being on this planet, through over and over again traumatic events happening and dense, heavy energy being in our bodies, which really limits our perspective and understanding of, of what our reality is and what's really going on. It creates more and more separation and disconnect. And with that comes more and more feelings of fear and hatred. And um, and this separation grows. And so the polarities grow. And we're in this place right now where we're seeing so much polarity between groups of people and groups and nature—you know, where the other is deemed as evil or as um, as the enemy—and it is only through you know, through love and doing our own personal work, transforming it. Our own personal traumas that exist in our bodies, and begin to, as we do that and we heal that trauma inside of us, we begin to expand our perspective. We begin to see with new eyes. We begin to realize that the other is just a reflection of ourselves, you know, that it is actually oneness. And through this transformation of this heart energy, and this is the time we're in astrologically as well, we're in this time of bringing this integration. Through our hearts, you know, to see the other and have compassion for the other rather than demonizing the other. And that's a real challenge for most of us because when people do evil, hateful things, we want to fight back. I think
1: it's a natural part of us, but it comes from that place of trauma. What you're saying is so powerful, and the research is showing now that people who commit mass murders have also been abusers in their own household, so they were already um, um, being violent, but in behind closed doors and then they took it out into a, a broader community and and um and created even more trauma and so your point that the healing has to start with ourselves is a really powerful one and documented if we are filled with love then we bring that into the world if we're filled with trauma we bring that into the world so talk to us a a little bit more about your healing and and how what you've been learning in Africa can help us heal
3: you know one of the things um, you know that I through the course of my own healing. And um, and it was, you know, I'm a pretty strong woman in a gross, and I grew up in a family with, with a mother, particularly, who was very strong, pull yourself up by the bootstraps kind of mentality. And yet, there was a tremendous amount of trauma in my mother's family and in my father's family. And for my mother, she grew up with an alcoholic father, and there was a lot of domestic conflict in the family that she was witness to. And, you know, part of that journey was, I'm going to do better with my children and not have that kind of uh, background um, as they grow up, and yet, if we don't deal with the trauma, it can be in our shadows. It can be unconscious, undigested um, trauma that can come out sideways. It can come out where it's projected onto others. It can be passed on through the lineage, through our own DNA. And so in my family, you know, this is part of this lineage, all of the ancestral lineage that my family carried. And then my own personal trauma, you know, which in in addition to just childhood trauma, you know, um, there was loss, huge loss. My father and my sister were killed in an automobile accident when I was just 20 years old. Um, There were other things, other difficult things, like at age nine, one of my sisters was hit by a car and almost died. And then when I was um, 29, my first husband was killed in an automobile accident, and I dealt with these traumas by keeping it repressed inside of me, pulling myself up by the bootstraps, and raising my own family, and just like my mother, wanting to create something different, but not recognizing that by not dealing with these traumas, That were held in my own body, my own grief, you know, created very dense energies. Um, in my own, you know, field and limited my perceptions and my understandings and created to judgments of others based on what had not been digested and experienced and processed related to my own feelings. Feelings are given to us to work with. We're organic beings, and these amazing things, these tools we have, need to be used if we don't, which most of us don't do it because we are taught pretty much, you know, to be, or to suppress our feelings or don't cry or be a big girl or be a big boy or whatever the message was, we have repressed a lot of feelings or we feel shame or embarrassment or feel so vulnerable or feel so scared. So these things in our bodies, they stay there and they create dense, he- heavy energy in our energetic field. Where, you know, We carry energy. You know, like with depression. You know, if we're unprocessed feelings can create an incredible amount of depressed but depression, which feels like a weight that we carry from one generation to the next. It can be passed on, or anxiety that we don't even know where this anxiety comes from. Well, all of this was in my body, and it was through just an interesting, you know, turn of events that you know, my husband, uh, current husband, because I remarried, and we had. Um, he had two children and we had my two children after my first husband died and then we had one more together. But he had attended a, a workshop and in that workshop he did something called shamanic breath work. Um, with a group of men, you know in Kansas City, and uh, you know he went because one of his best friends was going, and they had no idea what they were getting into, but he did this workshop where you know he laid on the floor and and a, and a, and a beautiful man um, who's no longer on the planet. Brad Collins led him through a breath work and he was able to access his own trauma from. And at the loss of his father when he was three years old, who died of cancer, and began to move that energy and began to have a sense of hope, where counseling itself had only provided limited amount of processing of his grief. He began to move that in his own body. But he came home and he said, "Carly, I had this most amazing thing. I laid on the floor and I breathed, and then I went on this journey." You know, and actually, it's interesting because he went to Africa in his journey, and it. I see you and I doing this work together, and you know i you know I had no idea what he was talking about, because um, it was so uh foreign to me as a therapist I'd never heard of something called traumatic breath work, and um it was developed by Linda Starwolf, but it did he came home, I was like, I don't know about this, John, and uh, shortly after that, I had my own breathwork, and you know shortly after that began my own process of doing a month long intensive to dive into. Um, a whole new way of understanding how trauma is held in the body. you know, And it's through that deep work of processing my own grief and moving that energy and actually feeling and seeing and how this energy moved out of my body that I began to have a whole new understanding of the significance of, of energy and how it's held in the body. It was profound, and then also that more and more magic happened, or more and more synchronicities, and I began to feel that I was no longer separated from the universe. The universe was very much guiding and supporting me in this interconnectedness, so I began to open more and more to a connection with spirit. And, um, to feel that I was not alone in the universe, that it was being orchestrated and guided. And it was that experience then that led me in a breathwork journey. I had a vision and the vision was Maria Coso, which is the lion queen of Timbavati and, um, a white lion by the name that I didn't know at the time, by the name of Mara, um, came to me in the breathwork and called me to Africa. And that led to a whole nother journey of integrating both this macrocosm of understanding how we are a hologram of the universe. And um, we both affect and are affected by every work that we do inside of our own bodies. The universe also begins to heal. The collective heals and Mother Earth herself begins to heal.
1: I know that's a lot. (laughs) Uh, yeah, but it's so profound <laughs> and 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 succinct. I mean, it it really all makes sense as you when when I put it together with everything that I've learned through this show really, over the last four and a half, almost five years now. To um, about um, trauma going into our DNA, but the good news is that if if it can go into our DNA, it can also co- be removed from our DNA. We can heal the the DNA is pliable, and and the energy within it can change for the good as well as for the negative. So there are a lot of pieces that you tie together that makes sense to me because of all the learning I've done over the last several years. Um, and And the timing right now is also important that this is coming at this point in time because the birth of the white lion was a major event.
3: Yes, it was. And it, it was predicted, you know, uh, by the indigenous people of Africa that uh, that uh, when the lions return, when the white lions in particular return um, to, you know, to Africa, it would mean a time of great evolutionary change. And we are in a very rapid... I mean, that's part of what everybody is feeling is that this change is so rapid. And the lion. these are light bearers, these white lions. You know, they're... They were, you know, said to return, you know, during this time, and the only place that they're found is in Timbavati, um, South Africa, you know, which is, um, it's actually the name means where the star lions came down, and these carry light, and that's why they're white, They're they're not albino, they have blue eyes, and they're higher consciousness beings. And if we begin to understand that everything has meaning and purpose, we understand the lion, you know during this time, you know astrological time of Aquarius in relationship with Leo. I mean that's the astrological houses that are currently that we just moved into this this time. And we, you know, most of us have known about the age of Aquarius is coming back from the 60s. You know that it was that this is actually where we have crossed now into this new age. But it's the astrological houses in you know that are reflected in the stars. And as the Earth rotates on its axis, it rotates into this particular alignment every 26,000 years. That's a long time, and it's in to the north. It's the age. Of Aquarius, which is humanity, and to the south is to the age of um, Leo. So it's humanity's relationship with the lion. Leo is the lion. So these are then, it's the collective energies of us awakening this lion within us to know essentially that we carry this inner authority in us as we do our work and pass it through our hearts because it can be used also, you know, the lion energy can be used for harm if it is not carrying true, you know, leadership and understanding that it comes from nature. It comes from the alignment of nature, and lions don't abuse their power. Lions exist to keep the balance in their their, um, natural world, like in the bush of Africa, when lions are in alignment, everything else falls into alignment. Just like with with here in the U.S., you know, we are familiar with the wolf. When the wolves were returned as the apex predator to Yellowstone, everything goes back into alignment. You know, it's, it's not just the animals that go into alignment, it's the water's. It's the plant life. Everything finds its natural balance again. So this is the time right now where we are in to establish that natural balance within us, as bringing essentially bringing the divine, you know, into our own beings to understand that we hold that peace as the microcosms. And doing our work opens up our understanding and the flow of our interconnectedness. And everything has sacred. Everything has sacredness. Everything has purpose. Lions, as the white lions are coming here to hold this space for us, to share with us what their gift is and it's energetically supporting us as this all unfolds and it's really asking us to step up into our own inner, you know, authority or inner leadership to do right action, to be in a relationship, to speak from the heart, you know, to be able to be strong and fierce in what we believe in at the same time as we understand and see the other not as our enemy, but as a shadow aspect of ourself that's coming home for us to heal. And I know that's a big mouth to swallow, you know, and a very difficult thing to do as horrible things happen on the planet. But each being on Earth is giving us a message, whether it's, you know, animals, I mean, because they're really the ones that are leading the way, you know, according to an animal communicator friend of mine who does big work in the world, you know, that we're kind of in their shadow following To understand and learn how to be in right relationship with each other. And not just the white lions have been predicted. It's been the white buffalo here in the United States with the indigenous people here, or the white bear up in Canada, or the white moose, or the white, you know, reindeer. White animals and all of the, you know, native people have been predicted to be a time of great
1: change this is all profound and ties in with the show that we had um, earlier in the year with um, uh, uh, on the white spirit animals and um, so you're refreshing our memory and this is wonderful information and it's time for us to go to a break and I want to pick up and continue the conversation after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the life doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving process from my best selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now on your paper, write down how can you bring more love into your life through nature. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Carly Matamor to talk more about love and her new book, Sacred Messengers of Shamanic Africa.
0: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment
3: Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.
1: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
2: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you can bring more love into your life through nature. Remember to listen at the end of the show today when I'll introduce you to St. Francis of Assisi and how he can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Carly Matamor talking about um, being a lion-hearted warrior in a new way, and her book *Sacred Messengers of Shamanic Africa*. Um, Carly, one of I do want us to talk about how that idea of how we can be healers and lion-hearted warriors. Not in a um, taking-up-arms way, but in a new way. And first, if you would talk to us about a little bit about the 31st Meridian... And Meridian and, um, mother, and this relationship of the micro and the macrocosm and the spine of Mother Earth. It's absolutely fascinating and I think will open up our listeners to new information that's profound. Mm. I would love to, to talk about the 31st Meridian. It's
3: known as the Nihilotic Meridian and um, it runs... You know, it's a longitudinal meridian, so it runs through the continent of Africa, and actually, you could follow it all the way around the world. But we're focusing right now on on the continent of Africa, and so if you could just in your mind's eye imagine when Africa—not just Africa, but when the the um, Earth's continents were Pangaea, when it was one actually, you know, unified um, landform—if um, you laid that flat. And you you know you divided it in half. This is the thirty first meridian. It divides this land mass in half. And just imagine that it was flat; it would be surrounded with ocean water, which is salt water. So it gives you a little bit of an understanding that this meridian is known as the spine of Mother Earth. And, of, of course, it's no longer flat. You know, I mean, it never was flat, but, I mean, it was no, it's no longer one um, continent. It has been broken apart into various different forms. Um, but this 31st meridian itself runs through this continent, and Timbavati, where the white lions are from, is on this 31st meridian. And if you follow this meridian up north you'll run into a place called Great Zimbabwe, and that, that is um, an ancient ruins um, that uh, is, is very much like what many of us know about Machu Picchu. It's it's older, and it's it, this ancient civilization um, that was established there and connected to gold. If you go up even farther, you can go up to where Giza is on this meridian, where we run into the Nile, um, uh, Giza, the Sphinx itself, its paws land, are, you know, are on this meridian. This is a sacred meridian that is recognized for its connection to lions all the way along it. And if you look above yourself and you look into the sky, it parallels with the Milky Way. So the Milky Way is the, the great above that's reflected down onto Earth to align with the 31st meridian. And then below the earth is the sacred meridian of gold, and, and uh, it's the river of gold. It's the river of stars that exists within our earth itself. So this this reflects that as above, so below, um, which many of us grew up with, or and also as within, as so as within, so without, um, which is another sacred expression of understanding that everything is a reflection. Uh, of everything, that we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, so it's, you know, understanding that every cell of our body, you take one little, you know, cell of our bodies, and it will hold the story of the whole in it. We are like cells, it's just one way to look at it, you know, we are like beings on the planet, all connected with our own individual unique purpose, and, uh, you know, we're here doing our particular job, you know, and more and more as we... Do our personal work, we begin to align to our more and more our sacred purpose. And that can vary throughout our lifetime, but it's coming into relationships that we carry a unique gift. We don't have to try to be like anybody else. We just need to do our work and to bring our essence and our truth, you know, and our love to the world. This 31st meridian that goes through Africa is like the spine of. Mother Earth. It's like her own energetic spine. And along this spine, she has experienced lots of trauma. It is also known as the land the first time, where most of us, well, not most of us, all of us can trace our DNA to this land. It's like this is where humans first began. And um, so there is lots of significance. It's also on this 31st Meridian, it's the oldest astrological calendar on the planet that we know of, and that's now referred to as Adam's calendar, and it is um, a calendar in stones that is at least 75,000 years old, and it holds, you know, it's like a medicine wheel. It holds the directions, and it holds stones that, you know, connect to the stars and a way to communicate or connect with those stars. This this, All of these things are on this sacred meridian, and there's been a lot of coma, trauma and a lot of conflict, and that has reverberated out through the planet. You know, just like within our own bodies, we too have a spine, you know, and along our spine, you know, is our DNA, which connects us with this 31st meridian, You know, and it's interesting because, you know, along our spine is also, we. I just learned that there's also gold that we carry, but... Many of our densities are held, you know, from our own traumas along our own in our own body along the spine, and um, and different aspects of connections through our um, our inner world through our own bodies. So there's this huge significance that when we do our own personal work, it begins to affect the planet. It begins to affect. Mother Earth and her spine. so when I went when I've gone to Africa and I've done it you know five six times and I'm soon next week going a seventh time to be in relationship with this land and to do ceremony and ritual and forgiveness and you know and work with that vibration of love to transform these energies for our collective humanity just as I do will be doing my own personal work while I'm there and continue to do my own personal work So the significance of this meridian really helps us understand that, you know, that we are connected with this earth, you know. She is an entity. She has a heartbeat. Her heartbeat is said to resonate the same vibrational frequency as our own hearts. So, you know, that heart pyramid, you know, the iron core of the Great Mother is her heart, and it connects with our own hearts, you know, which also connects with our earth's heart my solar system's heart, because the sun it also exists at the same frequency and vibration as our and, heart. So and, it begins, and, we begin to see that there's a lot more for us in terms of the mysteries to understand that we are all interconnected and we are awakening within us this, this ancient memory and understanding that there are different nations. There's the star nations and there's the so you
1: know, I, I hate the plant to... nations. I hate to say this, but we're essentially out of time. So oh, can no. <laughs> you, I, I know, I know. So can you just, in maybe a sentence or two, tell us how we can shift this to a more positive energy using the lion heart energy? So, you know, right now,
3: being in relationship with our own hearts, you know, and that we're going to be very triggered by what's going on in the world, and it may bring up fear or anger. Those emotions are central for us to process rather than to project onto others and... Uh, uh, act out in destructive ways. We need to process our feelings. That's an essential piece of, of this whole what's going on in the world. Process our grief over what happened in, a, in the synagogue this week, You know, to really allow ourselves to digest it and then begin to go into our heart, what is it that I need to do? And, and you spoke earlier, Dr. Paula, about the people who do these horrible, destructive things have been in you know, lots of trauma, and their way of dealing with it is that fight response, and the fight response continues that separation. We have those responses of fight, fold, flee, um, uh, what, what am I missing? Freeze. Fight, fold, free. freeze, yes, freeze. freeze. Those are ones that we grow up with, and some become more um, natural for us, and if we can be in relationship with those feelings and digest them and say, what is it that I can do right now, you know, that that is brings uh love to this situation at the same time as I stand in my own power and in that fierce love for the truth and connecting to the truth that we are all one and we are all transforming this right now into a higher vibrational frequency to bring back these connections and to heal thank the separation
1: from thank others. You. Thank you so much, Carly. I'm so sorry we didn't have more time, um, but it is a pleasure to have you. And I encourage everyone to purchase her book, Sacred Message- Messengers of Shamanic Africa, and go to her website, ahara aharaspiritualcommunity.org. Thank you for your work in the world and for sharing so much with us, Carly. Bless you.
3: And oh, thank, thank you. Thank
1: you, Dr. Paula. It's been wonderful to be on your show. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoy today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com, like us on Facebook, then read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, and more. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount. Um, And on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone, when you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels and angels of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. Now I'm going to introduce you to St. Francis of Assisi, who's the patron saint of animals and ecology. Ask for his help daily in connecting more closely with animals and in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, St. Francis of Assisi, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be closer to nature. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. Know this is a process, not an event and that he is helping you. Please join us next Thursday right here when Dr. Lynn Robinson will talk about loving to the end, and November 15th when Lane Dalphin will talk about interpreting your dreams, November 29th when Doug Vermeer will discuss personal power mastery. This is Dr. Pauly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and our guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.